Hello and welcome to the Mind Springs podcast with me, Alastair Appleton. I hope you enjoy what you hear, and if you'd like to find out more about us, then visit mind-springs.org. And I was, you know, on several occasions I was completely lost in the art. Mm. And it, it's weird because it is a parallel, I guess this is why it's a good course, because mm. it is a parallel experience mm. in some senses, that, that sense of being out of your thoughts, being in your body, being in the lower belly. And then just being out of your thoughts, but being, you know, with the, you know, the charcoal and the paper mm. and, the, and the mark making. It's just a, I think there are parallel experiences of not being in the ego mind. The mm. mm. art, I think, is so connected with the ego mind and that's, that's the bit that needs to be broken before you can really experience it. The same, I think, meditation, yeah. unfortunately, the way it's taught, yeah. often yeah. like, okay, right, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to be a brilliant meditator, and I'm yeah. going to get enlightened, and I'm yeah. going to get enlightened. Yeah. It's all kind of ego, you know, spiritual materialism. And, yeah, sort of outcome-based as well. I think art, through just our Western education, is very much, we're going to achieve this project, or this qualification, and then you're going to do this and this and this and this, and it's all judged and it's marked and it's graded. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to be, you know, so if you are muck it up and you don't get a good grade, and, and that can kind of bog you down for years and years and years and years, even if you really enjoy art because it's been judged by an external being. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the same as, yeah, with meditation, that you can start it and then you can start beating yourself up, oh, well, my regular practice isn't very good, or... I haven't read this book, or I don't know who this person is. I think just it's more basic than that. Even it's just that we are always, always wanting reality to be different to the way it is. Just as you want that mark to look like, you know, an El Greco or something, mm. it actually just looks like a, a mess on the page. But it's your mess on the page. Mm. That's where it, that's where the mindfulness comes in. That it's mm. it's your mark. You're making your mark in mm. the world. Mm. And there's something lovely because meditation can be a bit, it can be a bit quiet. It can be a bit sort of inward and very still. And, and sometimes I think it's a way of hiding from action. Mm. This is why I quite like the making a noise with your throat that mm. we do. Yeah, yeah. Because it's actually it's a sign that you're okay in the world if you can make a noise. Yeah. Because if you're terrified, you're silent. Yeah. And I think sometimes people meditate and it's a form of frozen terror yeah yeah and retreat from and so the mark making is I think it's, I'm sure it's exactly the same thing it's going through that it's like a wall of fire isn't it it's like mm. I will make this mark mm. and I don't care mm. Mm. all the kind of egos like, no don't don't people will judge you you're shit you're rubbish mm. or you're amazing or you know they're not good enough or whatever it is and I think it's the same stepping through the same wall of fire I think there's something about doing it in a group as well of that collective energy that's once everyone gets on board with it. But that's why you're so brilliant. That's why that those that first day I think was really crucial because that collaborative thing, all those exercises about dropping the judgment, you know, the hanging out people's art, 
behind their back almost, even though they don't think they deserve to have gallery space. Yeah, yeah. You know, do, do, drawing together and all of those things, that collaborative, big, long... I mean, people loved that. Mm. They totally loved that. It becomes really symbolic of their whole experience as well, that kind of knitting together of that, yeah. of the mark. is yeah, it's a bit like the singing together or dancing together, that there's this, this crossover. And yeah. that's what they love about it, because yeah. they almost have lost themselves in it. They can't, they can't be sort of like, oh, God, look at that mark, because someone else has gone over it. Yeah. And it is completely dispersing the ego and sort of merging, which is, which is what's really beautiful. It's, the, it's the, also the lack of territory. Yes, it's yes. The, you know, this is my drawing, and this yeah. is your drawing. Yeah. And, you know, and you've drawn over my drawing. <laughs> You know, in, the, in a way, that's the, the space of the lower belly is completely... It doesn't have any edges. It's, mm. it's quite a shared space. And, and it's, it's an issue in art is that I've always been fascinated with the frame. Um, and I actually did a lot of my dissertation <laughs> on the frame. Uh, and I, my dissertation I called Almost Unbounded Freedom. Which was looking at the sort of dig- digital media and dis- digital possibilities, and, um, but it was all, it was that it was even though there's all this sort of possibility out there, it's an, an almost unbounded freedom, and that the frame and the judgment and the constriction still ties us in really. And I first became interested in gallery spaces, you know, when they they rope off a sculpture, or you know, the, or you frame you frame a piece of work and you mount it. And it's, it's like, this is important, this is special. Um, artist sketches, this is, you know, we're going to frame it and put it on the wall and you mm-hmm. must look at this. Um, don't touch it. Um, same with sculptures, you know, don't touch, this has got this, keep off the grass. Mm. And I've always felt that even the, the, the paper, you know, the, the page, the sketchbook, the experience of even digital art on the computer and on the screen looking for a camera, everything's actually framed and constrained into this, it has an edge and mm-hmm. art the experience of making that doesn't have an edge, like the same with the lower belly that it, it does expand out it, it, it does have soft edges and mm-hmm. it's quite hard to get that experience within art where it's not constrained That's fascinating I'm immediately also translating everything into meditation, because in a way that's you know, I'm really fascinated. My dissertation was about dissociation, and it's the kind of same idea, but in psychological terms. Mm. You know, there's, there's the stuff that we allow to be framed and displayed, mm. and then there's all the other parts of our experience that are sort of greyed out mm. all around. So, mm. you know, some of the people who came here, you know, I, d- I don't paint, I'm not good at painting, or I'm, you know, I'm hopeless at you know, mm. being a beginner, or I can't, this or that. So it's just, they don't the ego bit doesn't entertain the possibility of that being in the frame. Mm. And in a, in a good meditation, I think, is where the frame dissolves. This is why I think that belly is great. But it was exactly the same in the... Because you sort of dissolve the frame in, you know, when we go outside, mm. or when we're picking up bits of chalk and, mm. and, and drawing. And, you know, most people threw their stuff away. It wasn't really about the end product mm. at all. Yeah, and also that it's not, it's, it isn't the framed item is actually the least important thing. Yeah. It's the unbounded pleasure of doing it. Yeah. And it's hard to break the frame. It's hard to 
accept perhaps the process of what you've just gone for. You know, the, the, the amount of times I've witnessed someone tear a sheet out of a sketchbook and screw it up, even when you look, no, 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 da, 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 you know, mm. it's lovely drawing, expressive drawing because it's not good enough or it's mm. it's not the outcome that they wanted and every page needs to be perfect and it needs to sit in this and and it, it, it takes a lot of sort of personal development to be able to break out of that I think and I think that's perhaps why it's with the art I think it sort of pulls people in because they're like oh yeah I'm, I used to enjoy art when I was a kid or oh I'd like to sort of have a go and maybe maybe I'll find something there and then once they're actually faced with the paper and the page and that can become incredibly overwhelming for them um, just because of the format yeah yeah I suppose it's all just about a bigger frame because mm. we sort of need frames you know, it's, we do we it's do. difficult to exist in a completely bound yeah, space yeah but it's nice to know it's possible that it's there yeah yeah I mean there's there's a times when you need to have those edges for sure you know you, you need to and also to sort of say what's important you know the, even with all that artwork that was produced and you know Jack was well, I'm going to put it all around my flat and and I'm going to frame things because actually by doing that you can say yes this process yes this really quick sketch or yes this feeling is is, is, is valid actually I'm going to celebrate it so it can be an incredibly liberating thing to be able to say actually I am worth I'm worth this I'm going to put it up and I'm going to yes the, here's my mark again I'm thinking so because <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking in terms of your personality in terms of your ego in a, in a sense you do need to have an ego to function in the world mm. But it's much more, it's much more playful and contingent. You're like, yeah, today I'm going to be this because I need to get this done. I'm going for an interview, so I need to be this professional person. Or yeah. I'm going to play with my nephew, so I need to be this kind of playful, childish person. Yeah. So you, you know, the frame, if you like, the frame of your ego is, is more flexible. You know, you can yeah. put a big ornate gold one, or you yes. put a nice plain. Yeah. yeah. But you know that fundamentally, the stuff in the frame actually you know, could be anywhere. Yeah. So, and it's the same sort of, you know, we, we can't be in meditation all the time. No. You can't be, well, perhaps a Buddha can, but you can't be in like a free, unbounded state of awareness all the time. Mm. But to, to have that every day, and to touch into it every day, mm. completely mm. transforms that moment where you do frame up, where you mm. do kind of, mm. you, you do kind of constrict a little. Thank you for listening and please do join us again for more podcasts from MindSprings. You can find out more about us and our work at mind-springs.org. That's mind-springs.org.